Welcome to episode number 31 of the Terminal Talk Model Railroad Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Conboy, and on this episode of the podcast, going to give an update on the Owensville Terminal Railroad, as well as a few other things going on this summer, so stay tuned. Still thinking about my options on layout lighting, although a recommendation from Matt Forkham over on my Owensville Terminal blog page and a link to Amazon that had some LED layout, well, LED strip lighting for the layout. I'm going to probably go that direction, looking over the different things that you can use it for. It looks very versatile. looks like it'll work real well for what I'm wanting to do with my one foot by eight foot layout. The only issue I have right now is my hobby budget is depleted, so those LED strip lights are going to have to wait. Uh, Those are the plug-in kind. Uh, That'll be great in the future, but my battery-powered temporary lighting from Harbor Freight will work just fine in a pinch. So I'm going to go with that right now with the temporary lights, and then as the layout uh, develops, the scenery work begins, backdrop lighting, or the backdrop is painted, and that backdrop lighting is needed, then I'll invest, hopefully the hobby funds will be there for that, I'll invest in the uh, plug-in lights and put those up. The good thing about it is the way my layout is constructed, adding the lights will be something fairly simple. It's not going to be complicated. It's not like I have to tear anything out scenery-wise to get to it. That was designed on purpose to make it a little easier just to lift these uh, light fixtures out uh, in case you ever need to repair anything. That's the plan on layout lighting at this time. While the layout lighting situation's on hold, it doesn't mean that work on the layout is not progressing. And right now I'm working on operations. And that's one of the focus that I want to do before I really get into scenery work is deciding exactly how I'm going to operate the layout. And I was going over it last week with a few things, and I've decided on the original plan by Linda Sand, there was a road on the left side of the layout that cut into the backdrop, and that was right by the furniture factory on my layout. And it was designed to create... Uh, an operating uh, situation where you had to keep the road clear. So you couldn't just set cars out on the track. You had to make sure the roadway was cleared and it was only blocked temporary. That was sort of an element I wanted to incorporate into it. Since it is a small track plan, adding that little operation detail would help make the layout seem larger, more time to operate it. But the more I kicked around the different ways I want to stage cars coming in and off the layout... I decided that this road on the left side of the layout is probably not going to work that way. So I've decided to make a change, or at least I'm not 100% sure I'm going to go this way. But let me tell you what I've done and how I've changed this. I still want to have that road in the layout, but I'm going to move it from the left side over to the right side over by the yard office. I think that'll work a little better. By moving the road over to the right, it's going to give me a little more operation flexibility, a little bit more track capacity. And that's going to work a little better to help me. And this is the reason why I did this. I want to incorporate my track mobile for the industries. So the way this line is going to be operated, although the Owensville Terminal is the one who owns the track, the industries are actually going to be industry owned and a track mobile, which is contracted out through the industries, will be responsible for switching the industries, set out cars on one of the extra tracks. Now that I've moved the road, I've got a little more capacity on, uh, I believe it's the second track from the front, uh, the main track there, that I can set cars out, and then the Owensville Terminal could come in and pick those cars up and set them out at the interchange. And so a little bit more variety on the operations. And I'm going to be outlining a few more of these things on the Owensville Terminal blog at owensvilleterminal.blogspot.com. 
and that way you'll get a better picture of uh, what I'm talking about with the changes to operations. That may be a little while before I post that because I'm still kicking around, still testing out the operation to see if it's going to work. And so far, I've done at least five different sessions of operating. It looks like that's going to be more flexible. But with that, it's going to require a longer staging track. I had decided earlier that I was going to just go ahead and put the end boards up at the layout and just have visible staging there on the layout when I started a few cars spotted on the left side on the Owensville track and then over on the right side for the Owensville terminal track as well as the Rock Island interchange track and just begin operations there. One of my 70-ton switchers for the Owensville Terminal Railroad was going to do all the switching for the layout. But with incorporating the trackmobile, it's adding another locomotive. So now a little more flexibility. And by doing that, I'm going to need to build that staging track that I talked about originally in the original design of the layout on the left-hand side. I've got plenty of room to do that. I haven't uh, put the end boards up yet. So that's the next thing I want to look at is experimenting with the track lengths and then actually building the staging cassette track to go off the left-hand side of the layout. So that's a project this summer I'm going to work on. Got a few things. I've got some scrap wood. I think I'm just going to cobble something together and see how it works and then decide whether or not that option's going to end up working out in the long run. So that's my plans for this summer on the Owensville Terminal Railroad. Finalize the operations, maybe begin a little scenery work, and hopefully by the end of summer the hobby budget will be better and I can get the permanent lighting installed on the layout. Time now for part two of this podcast, and I want to introduce a new segment called A Micro Moment. I'm going to talk about some of my micro model railroad projects I'm working on. The Westcott Mine and Mill Railway GN15 layout is on hold. Just haven't really felt like working on it much. It's just sitting in my train room, sitting on top of my Westcott Mine and Mill storage box, and just collecting dust this time. But doesn't mean I don't have some other micro projects going on. One of them is actually a micro layout I constructed late last summer. I haven't put any photos out or even talked about it on the internet to anybody, but it's a traveling 322 Inglenook HO layout that I constructed. It's in three parts. It breaks down and fits into a gym bag, and I built it to take with me when I'm traveling. A lot of times when I travel, I go on rail fanning trips, and that really seems to get my model railroad juices flowing. But the only problem is I'm out maybe 100, 200 miles away from home. It's not uh, an easy trip to run back and work on the train layout. So I thought maybe there's a way I could take my model railroad with me. So instead of packing up my Owensville terminal, I decided to build this little switching puzzle layout to take with me that just fits in a simple gym bag. The nice thing about it is I set it up so that it would fit on a hotel table. The furniture you usually have in hotels, you usually have a long dresser or you have a desk. At least the ones I stay at usually has a desk that's roughly four foot long. It just sets up, screws together, set up on top of this table, take a DC power pack. I've got my little DC uh, trackmobile and a few freight cars and just do a little operations with a switching puzzle. I thought it'd be a fun way to uh, take the uh, model railroad with me on the road when I'm traveling for other things. We'll see how that goes on my next trip, and I think maybe later this month or maybe in July I'm going to be taking a rail fan trip, so hopefully I'll get a chance to test that out, and I'll try to post some photos on the website. Probably won't be on the Owensville Terminal blog. I'll probably put it out on my uh, Facebook page. I do have a micro-modeler page on my Facebook page, 
or I may put a link out on one of my blog pages. So if you're interested in that, I'll even post it up here on the Terminal Talk uh, blog page, terminaltalk1.blogspot.com, and I'll put a link to wherever I post the photos of that little traveling 322 Ingle in part three of this episode of the podcast, it's time for show notes, uh, some things going on with the podcast. The last couple of months over on the turnaltalk1.blogspot.com page, I had a running poll on whether I should continue the podcast, and I have the results from that. It concluded here at the end of May, and I had 10 votes for more episodes of the podcast. I had eight people vote whenever you can do a podcast. That will be great. Just keep doing the podcast. And then I had one no vote. Stop doing the podcast. Well, the one no vote, you're outvoted, 18 to 1. The show continues. Thank you all for voting, even for the person who voted no. Thank you for taking the time to vote. Probably the best response to any poll that I've had. I know it's been up for several months, but it's great to see that people took the time to uh, let me know. And it's great to know that there's 18 of you out there that enjoy the show enough that you took the time to vote to let me know that you'd like the show to continue. So the show must go on because the voters have spoken. So here you go. Uh, I'll be producing more episodes. But with that, summer slowdown. This summer in my new home, I'm having a lot more things that I wasn't expecting I was going to have to do. And with uh, different uh, situations and different projects going on and different family events that are going on, it looks like this month is going to be a little lean. You'll notice that the podcast didn't come out on the 1st of June. Last couple of weeks have been very busy with personal things, and this is the first day I've had a chance to really sit down and record. So with that, I just want to warn you, shows may not be as frequent this month. We'll see if I'll put out a new uh, a mid-month episode for June. There's a good possibility the mid-month episode will not occur. Episode 32 will come along hopefully sometime in July. It may not be the 1st of July, but I'll try to get something out in the month of July. But if not, I'll be sure to put out another episode at least by August. And I could always put out a, just a quick recording to let you know if there's going to be an issue with future episodes. Plan is to continue to be uh, as frequent as I have been doing. But with the summer slowdown, there's a good possibility it won't happen. So we'll see how it goes. But thanks for listening. I hope to see you next time mid-month. Probably not going to happen, but we'll see. But if not, I'll see you on episode 32 of the Terminal Talk Model Railroad podcast whenever it comes out. Have a good summer, and I'll catch you all later. Thanks for listening.